So welcome, Susie. Hello. We are on our final episode of the second season of The Color Gap. That is amazing. (laughs) It's actually crazy. It is crazy. I can't believe we were actually talking today about the fact that it's already almost mid-March. Yeah. I mean, I say that it's like March 4th, but... (laughs) (laughs) We're already there. Yeah, we're practically there. So it's just crazy how quickly time is flying by. And if you're joining us for the very first time, we want to welcome you very warm welcome Mm -hmm. to our community of fellow women of color. We really aim to be a platform for inspiration and empowerment for other women of color because we know what it's like to be the only one that looks like you walking into boardrooms and leadership tables in the places that you work. And we just want to create this platform to be able to be a safe space to talk about the things that are sometimes a little icky and uncomfortable, Yes. um, but that really need the opportunity to come to the surface. And so... We welcome you. You have a lot of episodes to catch up on if you (laughs) desire. And we really wanted to take this last episode to take an opportunity to do some reflection as we do every season as we come to a close. And so um, wanted to kind of look back at the season of incredible episodes and opportunities to have some absolutely amazing guest speakers that we've had the honor and the privilege of having on and just kind of dissect like what were our moments of um, ahas and moments of impact and kind of leave all of you with a little bit of of gems of wisdom that we've kind of gained from from this process so far yeah because it's been a journey for us and I think it's helping us do the work that we need to do Mm. to really focus ourselves and do the work that we know we were meant to do yes which is exciting and I'm just so excited I know we just scratched the surface with Mm. our guest speakers but the reality of how many stories are out there that we can share and learn from and and help bring to light because I think that's really our focus too, right, Mm -hmm. is to also shine the light on others that are going through this journey in a very different way, Um, but have, I'm sure, so many common threads that we can weave together. Totally, because I think um, when we first started this season, one of the things when we were planning, we were going into a lot of different (laughs) sort of pathways to start exploring the narratives that went beyond just the the corporate environments, right, and looking at, um, we started the season even with an episode around beauty ideals, and we talked about the lack of representation um, in that space for a lot of years where um, women of color were not necessarily always um, thought of when they were making decisions around shade ranges and different things in that that capacity and what, you know, role models really look like when Mm -hmm. it comes to beauty and those ideals. And we even talked about doing an episode on the Trump effect because to (laughs) us that was in some way, like obviously there's a lot in that space when whatever's going on in America has that that trickle effect over to what was going on here and mm-hmm. that, that sentiment and that feeling, right, of, yeah. of divide that comes from um, politics that sometimes naturally happens, unfortunately. And and Susie, you you kind of caught us to say, you know what, like we have an opportunity here to, to do something really different and to mm-hmm. start talking about things from a place of empowerment, of community building, of focusing on the good, and really starting to change the narrative for ourselves because I think that as we've talked about a lot, as women of color, we have a tendency to start from this place of deficit, right? Yes. And when we had our conversation with, with Golnaz um, mm-hmm. a, a couple of season, uh, episodes back, she talked about a lot of leaning into your strengths as a place mm-hmm. of how you navigate your career, how you look at yourself. And we wanted to stop and actually do a bit of reflection to say, okay, let's make sure that 
what we're putting out there is mm-hmm. actually a reflection of all of the things that allow people to walk away feeling more inspired and empowered. Mm-hmm. Well, because I think that's how we navigate ourselves day to day. So yes, those those current affairs, those things that are impacting our world, they happen and they exist. Yeah. But the reality is, is the way that you and I see the world is in this light, in yeah. this positivity, in yes. the looking for the good, looking yeah. for the strength. So why not ensure that this is what we do for our, our listeners and building our community, right? Yeah. Because it's so easy to fall into the negativity. It is. Right? It's the scapegoat. It's easier. Yeah. It's comfortable. Yeah. But how uncomfortable is it mm. to lean into and try to see the, the strengths, the good things that we bring into this world and yeah. the impacts that we could have? Totally. Right? The work. And it's, I almost equate it to, it's like the, like the negative is almost like the gossip conversations. Yes. Or it's like the junk food equivalent of oh, those yes. moments that make you feel great in that moment and then an hour later you're like feeling like okay why do I feel stuck why do I feel low energy and it's because there's not that focus around the positive and the empowerment and the lens of the progress that's been made in this space and we did an episode around progress over perfection and that was actually one of my favorites because we got to highlight so much of the the work that's been done in the space the representation that's starting to happen in a lot of different pockets whether we're talking about politics or the beauty industry or even just the women that we've surrounded ourselves with now through the work that we're doing in this space in this community and it was just such a moment to say hey there's a lot of really badass people right that are people of color that are trailblazing that are doing incredible work in this space Mm -hmm. that we can shift the lens a little bit to start thinking about what are they doing and how do we capture some of that right and I think that's the space where we need to focus on because we it's easy to you know fan the fires of negativity and all Mm -hmm. the bad things that are happening in the world but what is the power when we rise up and we bring those voices to the top and yeah the it might feel insignificant in terms of the changes that have happened like Mm -hmm. we think about beauty ideals for one you know my daughter when I think about what she thinks is beautiful is still the same as what you and I grew up thinking right so we've got a white lady yeah (laughs) right the Barbie that nobody can attain nobody right so I think there's so much more work to be done but if we don't celebrate the small stuff yeah. We'll never even get to a space where we can actually start seeing the change or making the change happen even more, right? Yeah, it's so true. And one of the things I think that was almost a little bit jarring and heartbreaking, and um, we wrote an article about this that will be coming out in our newsletter on March mm-hmm. the 8th. And um, by the time you're listening to this, our newsletter has probably already been released, but um, you can always opt in by going onto our website, um, thecolorgap.com. And um, what the article was really focusing around the fact that we were a little bit heartbreaking through the the dialogue around trying to focus on the positive and sort of going through this process of reflection around the experiences of women of color. How many women of color around us have not necessarily opted into the conversation at this point? And yeah. there's this feeling of you should really care about mm-hmm. these things. And it's mm-hmm. like when we think about all of the work that's done um, for gender equality people need to care that it goes beyond just gender-based focus, right? Mm -hmm. That there's intersectional layers of the experiences that us as people of color and women of color specifically have. Mm -hmm. And people aren't necessarily opting into that because there's maybe a a focus, again, on the deficit, on the things that we are not, not necessarily seeing enough role models, Mm -hmm. not necessarily seeing folks out there who look like them, who have been able to do it in a way that's really authentic to who they are. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and just a real sort of focus probably around a simulation and maybe some blissful ignorance in some ways. Right? Oh, 100%, right? Because mm-hmm. we're, I mean, that's the whole, I think, journey is that we were so used to just assimilating, don't don't be seen, don't be heard, mm-hmm. right? Instead of celebrating the differences, celebrating what makes us unique. Um, I know we joked about it in our first season, but like the smells of our food. Yeah. <laughs> the stories from our childhood. Right? Yeah. But I, I think that's that's where we naturally are inclined to be, right? And mm-hmm. so if we don't start thinking about how do we start the conversation, and it's not about just ourselves, yeah. selfishly, yeah. but what about the next generation yeah. that's coming behind us, oh, yeah. right? Like, let's start opening doors. Let's start seeking out a hand to pass down to those that are coming into this world and make it just a little bit easier yes you know because i think that's the the key to a lot of success for anybody Mm -hmm. you know when we think about privilege and having that capability of having connections in the world of Mm -hmm. work you know it's it's who you know or all those pieces so if we if we're not willing to open that door and we recognize in ourselves that we have that opportunity Mm -hmm. whether you're in a leadership role influencer role individual contributor we have that opportunity and we should always opt in absolutely and there's just so much to celebrate about the things that are different about us right yeah we're not vanilla there's nothing i mean i love vanilla don't get me wrong my favorite flavor (laughs) it's my my signature scent if you didn't know (laughs) (laughs) bath and body works (laughs) there's something really we talked about this in one of the episodes that there's just so many layers of uniqueness yeah that we don't want to hide that anymore i mean really want other women of color to recognize that there is an opportunity to do things in their own way and Mm -hmm. connect back to the things that make them different, even if they're first generation Canadian, American, whatever they might be, Mm -hmm. but there's still an opportunity to do that in your own capacity, right? Like you can attach yourself to traditions that are not completely yours, but there's a way to balance it out with the things that are and to still celebrate the things that make you different, right? And, and, And carve your own path and be able to step into that by a place of looking at your strengths and really focusing on the good and the positive, right? Well, and I think it's a whole picture, right? Mm. I think we talk about this a lot throughout all of our episodes is that, you know, you can't be authentic, you can't be genuine until you actually recognize who you are as a whole, yeah, right? And we talk about that in terms of representation. Mm -hmm. We talk about that in mentorship. We talk about that in everything, but it's truly important. I think you and I are in that journey around you know, reaching back into our roots and finding out where do we come from, who are we, and why are these things in our, you know, whether it's in our heads, mm-hmm. whether it's things that we do naturally, yeah. right? Yeah. I think that's that's the whole journey. And so you have to celebrate that, whether, you know, you are a person of color or not, yeah. right? You, you do. do. You do have to seek that out, I think, a little bit to understand who you are. Totally. Well, so you you inspired my, my best sort of moment and reflection on the season. And what about yours? What do you think that's the one thing that's really been an aha moment for you or just mm-hmm. a standout from the last season? Oh my gosh, there were so many. <laughs> but I think the biggest thing was having guest speakers, yeah. like really starting to dive into that sharing of stories mm-hmm. and hearing back what we know to be true, yeah. really having that sounding board again, you know, mm-hmm. uh, emphasized by those that are completely outside of our circle. Yes. Right? Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, but finding also community yeah. and, you know, like a little bit of sisterhood in that where, mm-hmm. you know, I am not alone, right? Yeah. And that we aren't crazy. Yeah. And that it's just <laughs> emphasizing that this is the work that we need to be doing. Yeah. And I think we talked about this. We're not doing it for profit. We're doing it because we, we care and yeah. we know that this is going to make an impact no matter what happens with, you know, the podcast. Yeah. And so that's what matters yeah. is that we're, you know, making a small indent, a small impact mm-hmm. in this work. And I think that's really a huge shout out for me. And then, 
of course, obviously the mentors in our lives mm-hmm. that we've grown up thinking that were the ideals, I the know. measuring stickets of our lives, yeah. right? I think that really highlighted the fact that we are looking to the wrong places yes. to determine or define yep. what success should look like for us, right? 100%. It's, it's such a, a, a sort of spotlight now on the fact yeah. that our role models for so long have been the wrong people. Yeah. And being able to have um, Syrah and Goldeyes on the podcast to yeah. talk about from their own lens of expertise and their experiences, um, how they're navigating the space. And yes. it was like, oh my God, like these are women that, you know, for some of us, like for Syrah and me, like I've known her since I was five years old. So she's been mm-hmm. in that space of influence for a really long time. But with Goldas, it was a completely fresh relationship that we stumbled upon through the power of social media. Mm-hmm. And it was unbelievable to be like, expand our horizons a little bit and look what we can find, right? Yeah. And like, in some ways, like I think when you have a friend like Syrah for so long, you just almost take it for granted that she's you too. so brilliant. Yeah. And you're like, she's someone that needs to have a bigger platform and how mm-hmm. do we give her that and yeah. the opportunity to spotlight some of that. But it's like, I think about the workplaces that we have been involved in over yeah. our careers and the people that we see that are in positions that are in higher positions of influence and leadership there's something about it that feels like a disconnect. Like I've never fully wanted to become no. one of them. No. I want to progress and I want opportunities. I want to make a lot of money. I want to do all of these things so I can have choice yeah. and freedom in my life and I can make an impact. Uh-huh. But I don't subscribe to that particular way of doing it. I want to do no. it in my own way. And that's what those opportunities to dig into the lived experiences of those women really started to shine a light on. Yeah, me too, right? Because mm-hmm. I think that was the he, the biggest disconnect for me is that I've never sought after, like I never thought to myself, oh, I want to become a managing director or a CEO. Yeah. That's not in my brain power to no. think about. I'm like, how can I make a contribution? Where am I going to yeah. make an impact? How do I help people? Yeah. And I always felt that I was silly, foolish. Yeah. Um, maybe Playing small. Right? Yeah. But is it really? No. And that's like the beauty of these conversations has really bring to light. And I know it's crazy because this is this is the deficit talk, right? Yeah. Where we start in that deficit. Oh, yeah. That that's those types of goals and those types of wants mm-hmm. are less than becoming yeah. a VP yeah. or a whatever title you're looking after, right? Yeah. Looking for, sorry. So it was just really eye-opening to me that, you know, you don't need... And you don't have to prescribe to those things. Mm-hmm. And you can be successful and you will be successful, right? Yeah. And and you will make an impact yeah. bigger than you can ever imagine. 100%. I always, like, I know it's a lot of things that are going on in the world today. It always comes back to the same basic tenets of mm-hmm. focus on the right things, right? Yeah. Like focus on the, the legacy you want to leave behind, on the impact that you want to make on the world. Yes. Don't chase titles. Don't chase people that don't have any connection to your story yes that don't have any ability to really connect the dots for you in terms of understanding who you are as a whole person don't take advice from people that don't know who that that is right yes that's a big one right that was a big one yeah Yeah. because i think and we talked about this a lot around the whole person right and if you are seeking out feedback or advice from people make sure that you understand if you are seeking it from someone who doesn't know you fully yeah Please remember that. So don't take it <laughs> yeah. verbatim, yeah. you know, take it with a grain of salt yeah. and really digest that because I think that is a big piece of understanding who, our value, mm-hmm. starting from a place of strength. If yeah. you don't do that, if you don't question, yeah. you will always kind of be trying to live up to someone else else's expectation of yeah. yourself, yeah. right? 
question your source of truth, right? And yeah. look to, like, it, I mean, it's a struggle in some capacities when you don't know yourself fully to be yeah. able to go and see women like Golnaz and Syrah mm-hmm. and all these other women that are in the space as role models. You think that the things that are going to make you happy are those people that are at those upper echelon roles and organizations that are CEOs that are yeah. not the the woman who is doing her PhD, doing the research, being in that space, yeah. um, talking the talk and talking about the uncomfortable conversations in the yeah. spaces of people where she's the minority. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's actually what you want to be pursuing. Yeah, We had this conversation just before we got on the podcast today because I think I sometimes struggle with the idea that, you know, there's a, a reverence that can come in your life from people when you work for particular organizations that are coveted, mm-hmm. you have a certain title, people need so much from you and they want, but they don't actually really see you. No. And I remember a number of years ago, a friend of mine, a mutual friend of ours, her mom passed away and we had gone, I had gone to her um, celebration of life. And I remember leaving the, the, the event and talking to her after and saying, you know what, like nobody talked about your mom's job. <laughs> you know, nobody cared no. about her title and what she did in this no. industry for this many years and the impact that was made through the position of power. It was the stuff that she did As through being a mom, through being mm-hmm. a wife, through mm-hmm. being a community friend. member, a friend, a sister. Right. Like being are, human, yeah, like, right? Again, it comes back to the basic human tenets of life and how do you want to show up in the world and mm-hmm. how do you want people to remember you and how yes. do you want people to feel when they interact with you? Yes. Not feeling like they've they've gotten less from you or they feel unworthy, no. but no. that they've actually been lifted up through the conversation, through the dialogue. And that, to me, was exactly what both Golnaz and Syrah reminded me of because mm-hmm. they are doing the work. Yeah. In spaces that are not always built for them. Yeah. And they're rolling up their sleeves and they're both successful at it. Yeah. And it's possible to get it's there. It's possible, right? yeah. yeah. And I think that's the thing is that these are just small steps towards these big pieces of work that we need to get done. Yeah. Right? And this yeah. is for everybody, right? I think for people that are just starting out their careers mm-hmm. to women like us yeah. who are mid-career. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I think that's so, it's just so simple, mm-hmm. right? Be kind. Be, kind. Be human. Be a good person. Right? Stop buying all the toilet paper. Leave the toilet paper for everybody else. <laughs> what is happening? The virus is just like, it is really shedding a light on how individualistic people can be sometimes and how oh. much they forget those basic tenets of being a good human being are when it comes to situations where they feel like they're in crisis. Yeah. Well, and I, I like it one for all, like it's just yeah. for them, right? Yeah. They don't believe in one for all. Mm-hmm. And so that whole community piece, I think, is really important. We're, we're missing that in yeah. our society today. Moving away from it. 100%. And I mean, like we see it in our kids today. We've got higher depression. We've got yeah. people that are just ex- anxious yeah. for no reason yeah. other than they don't have human connection. Yeah. You know, we talk about this, you know, this fourth industrial or this fourth mm-hmm. in revolution that's happening right now in our industry. And it's all around the human. Yeah. It's like so sad that we're having to actually term it something yeah. to make it a priority in I our know. world. I it's know. just like we have gone so far away from who we are naturally that we have to actually call it out to go do it. Yeah. Like stop looking at your phone and just look across the table at the person sitting across from yeah. you. Right. And make time for that. And. Yeah, and yeah, leave some toilet paper for other people (laughs) in the world. (laughs) 
we don't want that to not happen, right? right? It just it boggles my mind. It's just such a reflection of the the state of society, and yes, it, it goes back to chasing the wrong things, chasing the wrong role models, the wrong ideals of yeah. life, and. I think we talked about last episode as well, that happiness project, mm-hmm. um, our happiness advantage book. Advantage, yeah. And he talks all about like, you know, Harvard being that upper echelon, yep. that place that every parent wants their child to end up at. Yeah. Four out of five of those students. They're depressed. Depressed. There's no investment in relationships because no. it is all about achievement and mm-hmm. all about what? All about looking good for so your parents can brag about you. And right, so, yeah. But it's like the things that people will remember about you is how kind you were and how much of a purpose-driven person you were and yeah. did you lose your life for a purpose and yeah. honestly like that is the biggest thing I got from those conversations from Gondas and yeah. Sarah because that's exactly what they're both doing they're living examples yeah of using their stories their voices their experiences to uplift other women yeah to help us see ourselves and for us not to chase, I'm sorry, but the, the white woman's goal, yeah. and that as our upper echelon, no more. Yeah, yeah. No we need to wrap that. our arms around each other mm-hmm. and truly build a community that does that for each other. Because yeah. I think that's the other piece is that, you know, naturally as women, we're competitive. Yeah. We're taught to seek out and do better yeah. than the females around us. Mm-hmm. And that's so sad. Such a, a state of... Um, what's the word where it's like there's just a lack of right where you're you feel like there's scarcity enough, yeah, yeah it's not there's no, around yeah and there is there is there's so much of the pie that we can all be in it together we can all enjoy right and live fruitful fulfilling abundant lives and we don't need to be in competition with one another no, to do that. and it's so scary because my daughter being nine years old and i'm seeing her interactions with some of the girls in her age group and I don't know if it's parenting. I don't want to say anything because I don't know the families and the situations that they come from. But the conversations that I hear that she tells me that happen in the playground or in the Mm. school is scary. Yeah. Because it doesn't happen for my son. Yeah. Who's the same age. Oh, it's heartbreaking. How does it start so early? It's just, yeah, it is. It's embedded in the way that they look at themselves as less than. Right? That's, it comes from a lack of worthiness. That's Again, where it comes from. That's area why of deficit. All these women are injecting their faces and doing all of these things to fit some sort of ideal of beauty and this yep. ideal of, of something that they can't achieve naturally versus yeah. just really steeping themselves in self-worth. Yeah. And really looking at none of that stuff is going to fix it. Just like well, all of the money in the world isn't going to fix all of those things no. if you don't have a strong core, right? Exactly. If you're not a good human being, yeah. trust me, that will show. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it, matter how much money you through. have. <laughs> you're yeah. the person that's at Costco buying all the freaking toilet paper <laughs> and not leaving anyone for anything yes, for anyone else. We're really stuck on this toilet paper thing. <laughs> it really bothers me. It's, like, <laughs> it's such a backwards way to approach like, uh, the world and living and, and this assumption that you're not going to be taken care of by community, right? That's right? what it points That's to. what it is, yeah. right? That they don't trust yeah. that well, they yeah. have that community around them. Yeah, that's what it is. So, so bad. Well, I think this is a, a great sort of place to end off on. And mm-hmm. We want to, of course, leave with something, um, nuggets of wisdom, any insight, any tweetable moments, as I like to call them, and aha <laughs> moments, as not I like to call them, as Oprah likes to call them. That's where I stole it from. I have to claim it as my own now. Um, anything that you'd want to leave with our community, words of wisdom as they kind of navigate through careers, lives, motherhood, mm-hmm. all of those things that make up their full enriched lives as they navigate through for the next little while. 
I think for me, it's, you know, you are enough. Mm-hmm. Please remember that yeah. in everything you do. And I know it always feels a little bit odd and maybe a little floofy to say mm-hmm. that, but you are enough yeah. and you are so much more than what you even imagine. Yeah. Right? Your potential is huge. And I just, I want every woman to know that you are enough and you are significant. Mm-hmm. And that the stuff that you're going to be doing in your life, make it make it worthwhile, yeah. make it impactful, yeah. right? Amen. So, right. That. That's my that. that's my words of wisdom I for now. That. How about you, Shazia? What's your yeah. aha moment or words of wisdom to leave everybody with? I think that each of us comes with such a unique lens on how we actually see the world, and we need to not be afraid of just owning that and celebrating mm. all that uniqueness that is who you are. Yes. I say don't leave it at home when you enter the workplace. Find yes. ways to infuse that, um, opportunities to lean into those perspectives to actually add true diversity of thought to the conversation. That just because at the end of the day, the color of your skin, the way you were raised, all of those things that make you different, the culture, the household, all of those things mm-hmm. actually give you that, mm-hmm. that immediate pass around yes. having diversity of thought. Yeah. You're not that white person that went to a different school as the CEO and just happens to think a little differently on a perspective or an issue Mm -hmm. that qualifies as diversity of thought. You actually are because of the fact that you have true lived experience that's different from everybody else in the room Mm -hmm. and celebrate that. Yeah. Find ways to hone in on that as an opportunity to really leverage um, where you're going. Like leverage the opportunities to be that voice that that might be a little different. I I love that. If anything, like that's the thing that I wish I had known that a long time ago. I always mm-hmm. thought that those things were things that I should shy away from. I should never mention. Of course. I was always embarrassed of all of the things that were, you know, unique or lacking in my, yeah. my upbringing. Yeah. And now I own it, right? Because yeah. it, it's given me my work ethic. It's given me a lot of things that I'm really proud of. And yeah. I, I hope for all of the women that are listening that that's something you take away as an opportunity to really dig in deeper on and find mm-hmm. ways to help that show up every single day in every circumstance that you're in. I love that. Yeah. Use your voice. Do it. Do oh it. My we're gosh. here to support you to do that because we're all on this journey together, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we're hopeful that you're walking away feeling a sense of sisterhood, that you feel a connection to both Susie and I, yes. and that you have the opportunity to know that you're really not alone and mm-hmm. that we're in this together and we're going to fight the man together. <laughs> <laughs> But we're going to do it in our own way that's unique to ourselves. That's right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for everyone joining in on our second season of The Color Gap. It has Yay. been such an immense joy uh, leaning into this passion project of ours and yes. having such warm reception from our amazing community. Yes. We are super excited for what's to come for The Color Gap beyond the podcast. Um, like I said, the website is thecolorgap.com. Color spelled the Canadian way, so C O L O U R. <laughs> we have our Cordia newsletter. We've got a lot of different things percolating that we're really excited to bring to our community. And we're just really excited about opportunities for collaboration. If you are yes. ever interested in having your story shared, connecting and collaborating with us on our newsletter or blog, we would love to have contribution from our community and yes. get more voices in on the conversation. So we always welcome you to reach out to us by email. It's thecolorgap at gmail.com. And until next season, we thank you so much for your participation in the conversation, for your uh, sisterhood, for listening in, and for being part of something that's really lighting us all up. Thank you for listening.